Hi everyone, this is Leslyn Keith. I'm president of the board of directors at the Lipedema Project and director of research. Welcome to Living Well with Lipedema. Today I have an excerpt from a presentation by Glinda Van Blurk from our self-love webinar series that was held during the month of February in 2022. Glinda is a keto and weight loss coach who has joined the Lipedema Simplified Global Coaching Collaborative. In this excerpt of her talk about healthy aging with keto, she discusses how bone health is so important and how to reduce the risk of osteoporosis. Physical health, but from the aspect of bone health, this is very much a marker for physical health as strong bones enable you to continue exercising. They reduce your risk of falls, which is a major risk factor for death in older people and they allow you to remain involved with your friends and community. Now, osteoporosis is called a silent disease because initially it has no symptoms. An estimated one in four women in the United States over 65 have osteoporosis in which the bones break down faster than it builds, weakening the structure and increasing the risk of fracture. Indeed, a fracture often of the hip or wrist is often the first sign of osteoporosis. And in fact, more people are hospitalized for osteoporosis-related fractures than for heart attacks, stroke, or breast cancer. And half of those fractures are hip fractures. The scary thing is that about half of these who experience a hip fracture will die within a year. So it, it is important to know if you have the disease or at risk of the disease. It's easy enough to do this with a special X-ray called DXA scan which is a type of bone density scan and current health guidelines call for screening in women aged 65 years or older and in younger women whose fracture risk is equal to or greater than that of a 65 year old white woman with no additional risk factors. If you are diagnosed with osteoporosis or it's a precursor osteopenia, your doctor may recommend medications designed to prevent further bone loss or even help build bone. So there are things that we can do to maintain our bone health and actually improve our bone health. And one of those is a particular kind of exercise. So if walking around the block is your only exercise, then you're doing your bones a disservice because bones are like muscles. They need to be challenged in order to grow and strengthen. And that's why astronauts who spend time in zero gravity take medication to prevent bone loss. When it comes to building bone, you need weight-bearing exercises that force you to walk against gravity. While walking, climbing stairs, jogging, playing tennis, et cetera, can help slow bone loss, they don't do anything to strengthen the bones. So to strengthen our bones, we need to do exercises in which we move against some kind of resistance such as lifting weights, even exercises using your own body weight as resistance, such as push-ups and planks can help. Now, when I say push-ups and planks, I know we immediately get the picture of somebody stretched out on the floor, you know, on their knees and doing that kind of push-up. But these kind of exercises can be started in a very, very simple way, such as a push-up where you stand facing a wall and with your sort of an arm's length away from the wall, putting your, your hands on the wall and then just leaning into the wall and pushing back. That is a starting point 
for a push-up. And similarly, all the weight resistance exercises can be done in a very easy way to begin with. The ideal situation is to work with a trainer to develop a program designed to improve bone strength and density with the amount of weight increasing over time. Also, there are various nutrients that are key when it comes to building and maintaining bone health. And those of us that are eating the ketogenic way are already eating a nutrient-dense way of eating. So calcium and vitamin D are two of of the nutrients that are critical for maintaining bone health and indeed building new bones. They work together. They have to be taken in, in correlation and sync with each other for bone strengthening benefits. And the food sources of calcium include green leafy vegetables, canned salmon, shrimp, and sardines with the bone, milk, cheese, and yogurt. And then food sources of vitamin D include beef liver, cheese, and eggs. And I make a point of eating beef liver every week, and I have to basically have cheese and egg yolks every single day. So vitamin D, it's more difficult to maintain a healthy level of vitamin D, especially living in northern Uh, northern countries where you don't have enough sunshine and often it is necessary to supplement and how would you know that you need to supplement well it is possible to have a blood test to measure your amount of vitamin d3 that's in your body and from that you'll know whether you need to supplement or not and I, i really recommend having that test done so if a person finds that they need to supplement with vitamin d3 Current recommendations are for 600 international units a day for women aged 51 to 70 and 800 international units a day for those aged 71 and older. And then if you're going to be taking supplements to increase your blood levels of vitamin D, most of them are combined with vitamin K, another important vitamin for bone health. Thank you, Glenda. Incredible information and so timely for a lot of our women with lipedema as they're aging gracefully. And I'd like to give a big thank you to all of you, our listeners. If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or here at this website, lipedema-simplified.org slash flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. You can now also follow Living Well with Lipedema on Amazon Music and get new episodes when they become available. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Living Well with Lipedema flash briefing.